Kate All Show, Season 1, Episode 1, the story behind starting a marketing agency. So let's start at the beginning so you all know what kind of story and person you're dealing with. It's the story of an accidental business owner, specifically how I became an agency owner. So I first got started on Pinterest when it was invite only. In fact, I waited for three weeks in 2010 for that invite. And when I hopped onto the platform, it was super confusing, and frankly, I did not think it stood a chance of surviving. Fast forward to 2012, and I was helping a friend with her frugal and deal blog. I was managing Facebook for her, and I really loved the engagement. I loved asking people questions, getting their responses, and finding patterns. And pretty soon we came to notice that we were getting activity from Pinterest. So we did a little searching and we found a course that was teaching you how to name your boards and brand your profile. It was kind of that first step into marketing using the Pinterest platform. I remember we spent two hours creating the profile for the business and creating all these images. Of course, they were vertical and leading back to the website. And at the time, Pinterest really did favor that landscape image. So it really wasn't hard to repurpose what we were doing on Facebook. But as all platforms change, that soon would change too. So late 2013, we were really staring down a path of basically living on a, in a tent on the side of the road. I'm kidding, of course, but the thought did cross my mind. Um, I sat across the table from my best friend, and as the last unemployment check rolled into the bank, I had no idea what we were going to do. My husband had applied for different jobs. We were living on food stamps. We would buy our Christmas gifts basically at Trader Joe's because we could buy food as gifts. So people got lots of chocolate that year. So she knew where we were at and she suggested managing people's Pinterest pages because we had had all that experience with messing with her page and having a great experience and results come from it. And Facebook had changed. In fact, it was the first time Pinterest has changed, or I'm sorry, Facebook had changed their algorithm. And bloggers were really looking for a way to get traffic. And Facebook basically had turned off the faucet and nobody knew what to do. And the other problem was that no one knew how to market on Pinterest. And some of them didn't even know what it was because it was still so new. So after I told her she was nuts because there was no way people were going to let me manage their Pinterest pages, I took her up on her suggestion and I started researching everything. I am high on the fact finder on the Colby test and I wanted to see, could I do it? Were other people already doing it? What were the tools and how could I become an expert in what it was like to manage Pinterest and really no Pinterest. I joined Facebook groups. I learned everything I could about Pinterest marketing, which frankly wasn't a lot at the time because again, it was just a three-year-old platform. So a little bit later, I was driving to the beach with my husband thinking about this future business. Of course, I still hadn't made a decision because that fact finder in me kept stopping me from making a decision. But I kept thinking of this idea for the business as simple how could I make it simple for people to understand what I did? How could I make it super clear, straightforward, and ultimately like super helpful? And I was driving. In fact, I can still remember where we were on that road on the way to the beach. And I was like, simple pin media. That's it. 
So of course, I when I got to the beach, the very first thing I did was look up if that was the name of anything else. And it wasn't. And so I bought the domain and we were in the hotel room again with my best friend. All of our families were there and we were talking about packages. And I said, okay, what should they include? How much time should I spend on them? How would I have people pay me? Where would the money go for the business? What would it look like? And so I mapped out these three packages and said to her, like, look through them. Does this make sense to you? What do you think about this? So I'm a very streamlined person. I like clean lines with things. So I got my LLC first and then I went to the bank because you need your LLC to set up your very first business account. I was so nervous and I was also excited. I had somebody do my logo and build my website. I got my email and the website, of course, was so basic and so plain, which is exactly what I instructed our designer friend to do. But I wanted to get everything set up correctly. But remember, at this time, well, you wouldn't remember because I haven't told you yet. But at this time, I still didn't believe that this was going to work. I very much in my head thought this might fail. And I'm pretty sure no one's going to go for this. But again, when you're desperate, you do you do great things. So in 2014, January, I had three beta clients. One was the website that I was already working on and then two other deal bloggers. And I knew how they worked. I understood the mind of a frugal and deal blocker because I was essentially doing that for somebody. I knew what was on their plate. I knew they posted like 20 to 25 times a day. And I also understood that they really weren't interested in figuring out another platform. And so I told them, hey, this is beta. I want you to give me all the feedback. I want you to tell me what you like, what you don't like. And then in return, I'm going to manage you for a low fee. And I'm going to give you simple tips that are going to make you better on the website side for Pinterest so that what I do and what you do really complement each other in the best way that I think we can do this. So it was kind of this cool symbiotic relationship and they were going to get better on their website side and I was going to be get better on their Pinterest side. So as we went over those first couple months, I said, tell me what you think about reporting. What do you like? What do you not like? What do you like in my communication? Is it good for you? Is it not good for you? Is it too much? Is it too little? And then what do you see in your traffic? So at this time, I didn't have any tools set up to really know what was happening on their side, but I had tools, obviously the limited tools on the Pinterest side, which frankly was not, not a lot. So they would give me this feedback to say, yeah, here's my report from Google Analytics. I'm getting so much traffic. This is amazing. So then they were all in these Facebook groups with frugal and deal bloggers. And then they started telling other people and then other people. And so at the end of that first three months, I took a deep breath and was like, okay, these other people want me to manage for them. There were two others. They were also in the frugal and deal space. And I thought, okay, I'll do this. So I signed them up as well. And then actually during that time too, I had a one-time service that was a cleanup Pinterest boards. I think I charged like $97 for it. And I posted that in a Facebook group and people 
were like, yeah, I'm all over this. It was very cheap. Of course, they were all over it. So I also did a consult as well because I could speak about what was working with my clients. So I had four clients at this point and no, I'm sorry, I had five. And then by the time July hit, I'd signed my other friend and that made it six. And we had a really major life event happen to us. My daughter was diagnosed with type one diabetes. We basically went to the doctor. They rushed us to the hospital and I'm literally sitting in this parent bed next to her bed. I'm processing all that's happened and it hits me like a ton of bricks. I need an emergency person in case this happens again, which obviously crossing your fingers, you hope that none of your other kids get this as well. But I realized, hey, I think I can teach somebody how to do this and I can give them oversight and they might actually be better than me because specifically I needed a person who understood fashion. So I thought of my friend Debs. She was super fashionable. She was a stay-at-home mom and... (laughs) I thought maybe I can sucker her into helping me. So I sent her a text and said, can you help me with this? I'll teach you everything you need to know, but I just, your brain is just so awesome with fashion and mine's not. Can you help? And she said, absolutely. So we met in a grocery store cafe. I don't know if you have those where you are, but we have these like fancy pants grocery stores that have like a restaurant portion to them. So we met there and I said, here's what I do. Like, I'm just going to show you. And I want you to do that for this account here. Can you, can you do that? And at the time, a lot of outside content was actually making people's accounts grow. So she said, yeah, let's, let's do it. She loved it. And she loved it because she didn't really want to leave her home to go out to a job. So this allowed her to stay home and actually do this job. And so then I loved it. Because now all of a sudden, I could see how I could pay somebody and they could work for me. And I started to crunch some numbers and realized, oh, I could do that again. So in October, I hired somebody else and they were starting to work on my account or an, an account as well. Then November hit of that year, we're still my first year in business. And I had a recommendation from a big content creator, Amy Lynn Andrews. And I literally fell over at my desk. I was like, what just happened? And all these emails were coming in and they said, Amy Lynn Andrews recommended you in her newsletter. And Amy Lynn Andrews was the very first newsletter I signed up for. It's called her newsletter. And it was so fantastic. And I had done a cleanup for her, got her Pinterest account all set up. And so she recommended me. And I watched these I think at the time it was like six emails come in in the matter of like a half an hour. And I couldn't believe it. I was like, what is going on? So I walked out into the living room and my husband, who had actually started a very part-time job. So we were still between my work on the other blog, my work at Simple Pin, and then his work kind of hobbled together. We were able to make ends meet. So we were not living in a tent on the side of the road. And I looked at him and I said, are we going to do this? Is this company legit? Like, should we, should we wade into these waters? And this idea of being a business owner had never really occurred to me, even though I grew up in an environment where my parents were entrepreneurs. And so this idea of 
self-employment, just, I don't know what to do with it. So I said, are we going to do this? And of course he's a gambler. So he's like, yeah, let's do it. So I said yes to these clients and I hired a business coach the next week because I literally had no idea what I was doing and it felt like I was tripping over my feet. And this coach had the wisdom that I needed. So that's where this podcast picks up. It picks up at that point where an accidental business owner became a CEO through a journey of eight years, through lessons, through stories, through wisdom, through strategies, and what it has been like for me to take what was just a dumb idea at a kitchen table into being the CEO of an agency where I'm not doing all the work anymore. I'm not doing the pinning. I'm not in the day to day. I am really the leader and the person who is leading the vision of the company and truly functioning in that CEO role. And I want to pass that on to you. So stay tuned for more episodes this season as we walk through more of those lessons, stories, wisdom, and strategies behind what it's like becoming a CEO inside the Kate Show.